This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Well, hello again, everybody, and welcome to Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas. On this edition, a special design motif with Graham Hugay of My House Design Build and Craig McLean from The Fireplace Warehouse. But first, some items that reached the desk of Vancouver Consumer this week. Much of the virus chatter this week was the increasing numbers of infected coming into Vancouver via air. Several flights arriving at YVR from Dallas, San Francisco, Kelowna, and Montreal had COVID cases on board. Air Canada and WestJet have also reinstated the middle seat, all to the chagrin of Dr. Bonnie Henry. She and the Premier said they are powerless to do anything other than to urge airlines to improve passenger screening and contact tracing. Of the 681 seniors' homes in British Columbia, fewer than half have yet to submit plans to Dr. Henry on how they intend to start allowing family members and other visitors to visit residents. The province has earmarked $165 million in new funding for up to three new full-time staff per home to oversee the visits and train visitors on how to wear protective equipment. Businesses are preparing for a second wave of impacts once government support ends. Two-thirds of B.C. businesses are using some form of government support, but once that support ends, many businesses expect further layoffs and temporary or permanent closures. On a more positive note, figures released this week suggest the average rent for a one-bedroom apartment in Vancouver fell year-over-year in July, while Burnaby saw a jump over the same period. Still, the average rent for a one-bedroom apartment in Vancouver, $2,070 a month. Regardless of what kind of abode you live in, a nice design would be nice, and we're dedicating this edition of Vancouver Consumer to some fabulous home design ideas. Pleasure to bring on to Vancouver Consumer for the first time, uh, Craig McLean, the owner of the Fireplace Warehouse and Savannah Heating, the fireplacewarehouse.ca. Craig, how are you doing today? I'm doing excellent. Thanks very much for having me on today, Manny. Well, tell us a little bit about your family-run company. You've been around a long time. I think most people have probably heard about it, but give us a little background on it. Well, for sure. I think uh, Savannah Heating is our manufacturing end, which uh, we uh, distribute all across North America. Uh, We are a family business and based right here in Richmond. Um, And we've been around uh, for about 20 years now. So if anybody's heard of either of the two companies, um, Savannah Heating is the the name brand of the gas fireplace line that we manufacture. Uh, But that's sold through Fireplace Warehouse, which is uh, also a family business and a family business that I run with my wife. So as I mentioned to you earlier, I consider myself the bravest man in the world. I, I work at Savannah with my mother-in-law and my father-in-law running one family business, and I escape to the fireplace warehouse, which I run with my wife. <laughs> and how about when you get home? <laughs> uh, you know what? That's uh, I just run and hide. <laughs> you turn on your fi- fireplace and, and drift yeah, but, off. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, when I went on your website, uh, Craig, um, Forgive me if I, I sound like I don't know what I'm talking about, other than the very basic uh, difference between a gas fireplace and an electric fireplace. What is the difference? Well, I mean, electric fireplace, um, 
it serves a purpose. Uh, it's basically a heating coil with a fan in it. Um, I, I equate it kind of like uh, to a glorified hair dryer in a lot of ways, um, which is essentially what it is. You've got a couple speeds, and uh, it doesn't really matter the size of the electric fireplace that you're getting. It could be 36 inches wide. It could be 52 inches wide. You're plugging into 110, so you're getting a set heat output uh, from the fireplace no matter what, which is the equivalent on max of about 5,000 BTUs if you're equating it to a gas fireplace. Now, a gas fireplace is completely different. Uh, You've got heat ranges ranging from a max to a minimum. Um, You're looking at probably the lowest BTUs you can establish in a gas fireplace would be around 10,000 BTUs, so twice the maximum you get out of an electric, all the way up to about 50,000 BTUs. So you've got different fireplaces with different BTU ranges ranging from uh, you know uh, 10,000 to 50,000 BTUs depending on the fireplace and depending on the turndown of each fireplace but a lot more heat and you're getting radiant heat out of it rather than strictly convection heat uh, and with a gas fireplace the nice thing is you can add a fan which creates convection heat to go along with the radiant heat of the fireplace but it's much more versatile and in my opinion a much nicer heat and gives you uh, much more you can give you supplemental heat as well as primary heat. Well, you you had mentioned uh, prior to coming on this afternoon that not every home needs or can have a gas fireplace. Uh, so obviously, then you go to electric. Yeah, well, I mean, a, a one application we like to sell electric fireplaces out of our out of the fireplace warehouse is for be- bedroom applications where you don't necessarily want a lot of heat. Um, it can be effective in that, um, and there are situations, uh, I mean, a gas fireplace, uh, you have to realize the trick isn't installing the fireplace itself. The trick is the venting. Uh, how are you going to vent the fireplace? Can you vent the fireplace? Uh, is the path for the venting uh, applicable to that particular fireplace? Because those different fireplaces can be restrictive in what the venting runs can be. So you have to, and that's why you go to professional uh, like you would find at the fireplace warehouse. And, you know, even if you bring in plans to show us, uh, you know, we can run through those options for you. And if a fire- gas fireplace isn't possible, which it doesn't happen very often, but it can happen, then electric's nice because you don't have to worry about venting. Fireplacewarehouse.ca, you got a pretty cool uh, introductory video uh, on your website, uh, Craig. Craig McLean, owner of the Fireplace Warehouse in Savannah Heating, uh, joining yep. us on this edition of Vancouver Consumer here at CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas. Thefireplacewarehouse.ca. Thefireplacewarehouse.ca. Or give uh, Craig or um, any member of his team a buzz at 604-284-2550. How have you been operating during COVID, Craig? Uh, you know what? We stayed open uh, through through the whole pandemic, um, albeit on reduced hours, reduced days. Uh, we've been extremely careful with what we've been doing in the showroom. Uh, my 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 particular case, I have a father who, who's got a, a heart condition, and uh, my father-in-law, who I work with at Savannah here, he's got a respiratory condition. So we've been very very careful in what we're doing, but we did stay open, and we've managed to uh, we've managed to keep our head above water through through everything that's going on. Um, and, uh, you know, the most important thing, um, from I think, from an employer point of view right now is we manage to keep everybody employed, and I think that's the ultimate goal. Um, 
in 2020 is just to just to keep everybody going and uh, keep the company going and make sure everybody's got something to come back to when things settle down. Well, kudos to you, a locally based company, a family run business, been around for years, the Fireplace Warehouse. Uh, check them out on their website, thefireplacewarehouse.ca. Craig McLean, the owner of the Fireplace Warehouse. Craig, what do I do if I come into your uh, store and I'm looking around at a bunch of fireplaces, but I don't exactly know where it's going to fit in my own home? I've got an idea. Uh, what do I do in terms of design and where it should be placed? Well, you know what? It's and like I mentioned to you earlier, uh, most people walking through the door when they're coming through the retail shop into the fireplace warehouse, most people aren't familiar with fireplaces or uh, you know what they require or what they're looking for. Some people have an idea or something they've seen in a magazine, but ultimately, I wouldn't really know either if I wasn't in the business. I mean, it's not one of those things you're expected to have a lot of knowledge about. So that's what we're here for, and that staff, our staff, is there for. And you know, you'll you'll even find me working the showroom floor in there from time to time. Uh, you mentioned the video. There, that's uh, that's my sales manager there, Derek, uh, also one of the co-owners of, of the company uh, that you see in that video there, that big friendly face. Um, he's one of the main guys you'd be talking to there, and you know we're we're used to it. Uh, we've got a few key questions we'll ask you right off the bat that's going to narrow things right down to what, what you're looking for and what you're interested in and what, what you require for any particular application. Now, I'm, I take it that you also prepare the homeowner for installation. Yeah, well, you know what, to, to an extent, we'll prepare the homeowner for that. It depends what they're doing. If it's a honeydew project or a reno that they're doing themselves, then we, we spend a lot more time with the homeowner walking through what's required, what they're going to expect. Um, a lot of times, though, the homeowners aren't necessarily interested in the details, and they'd rather us just connect with their builder or their uh, contractor, and we're quite prepared to do that, too. And, you know, that's sometimes a bit of a smoother process because most builders and contractors are, are already adept to what's required and what's going to happen. It's just they need to know the specifics of any particular fireplace because they all differ a little bit as far as framing dimensions and venting and so forth. Craig McLean, owner of the Fireplace Warehouse in Savannah Heating, thefireplacewarehouse.ca. Again, it's a, a locally owned and run business for more than 20 years. The McLean family, there's everybody's involved, uh, mother-in-law, father-in-law, wife, and uh, I don't know who else, Craig. But... Soon to be the kids as well. <laughs> Soon to be the kids. <laughs> Seven and ten now. They don't know what's coming for them. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, look, at, because I'm a nosy rosy, uh, Craig, I want to know how many fireplaces you got in your home. I've just got one in my house. I've got one in my house. In fact, uh, our new line, the Genesis line, uh, came out after, which is our double glass. It's a very, uh, it's a beautiful line of fireplaces, and uh, it came out after uh, the construction of my house. And uh, as we moved in, I think we were in the house for about five, ten minutes, and my <laughs> wife looked around and said, "So, when are you dad gonna, when are you and dad going to renovate and put in Infinity Fifty? And I, yeah, I, I said, we, "We haven't even been here ten yet." Yet, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good salesperson right there. Get you, yeah. get, got you focused right on your own fireplace. That's that's your wife. That's I love the honeydew pro- project as well. Let's oh, talk. We've got a lot of those these days. Oh, a lot of those coming through. Yeah, the door. I'll bet you do yeah. that. The home renovation business going through the roof. Uh, tell us a little bit about that Genesis series. That's that's a pretty nice series of fireplaces. It is, and you know what? Uh, this is uh, taking off my fireplace warehouse hat and putting on my Savannah hat here. Um, the uh, the design uh, of these fireplaces took us a while, um, or took 
took Murray, my father-in-law, uh, quite a while because the, there's a lot of this double glass technology that's on the market right now. And um, this is, uh, you know, the uh, necessity kind of breeds change in the evolution of certain products. And in 2015, screens became mandatory on all gas fireplaces. Um, that's led to uh, people thinking a little bit outside the box, which is nice. Uh, the screens are good because they keep little hands off the glass, uh, and it's also uh, led to this new design of this double glass where we're trying to get rid of the screens uh, and keep the outer glass below a certain temperature so that there's no chance of getting burned. And I don't know if that would have de- developed had it not been for the screens, but it has now. Uh, a lot of the units from other manufacturers on the market um, you know, they don't produce any heat into the room. You've got big louvers in the wall, gaps in the wall. There's a lot of very difficult aspects to the installation. Um, we took a little bit extra time designing our product line and uh, hit the market uh, after everybody else, but came out with a very unique product. It's very different than anything else on the market. You're actually getting the heat back down into the room. Um, our units have 42 different heat settings, so you can do a little bit of heat. You can do a lot of heat. It's got the double glass, so we get rid of the screen, um, but it's all wood frame, all drywall, very easy to install, and no big, ugly louvers in the wall. This is what the homeowners key in on is there's no louvers, no gaps in the wall, no holes in the wall, nothing nothing unsightly. You don't need any of that stuff. And you can bring a TV down four inches off the top of it and keep it flush on the wall, which is another key thing that we get asked all the time in the showroom is, where can I put my TV? And most gas fireplaces, you cannot put a TV above it safely. The Genesis line, you can yeah, that was one of the keys. Yeah, I was I was reading that on your website. I, I thought that was interesting because, as a d- devoted viewer of Ask This Old House and the various reincarnations of that particular show, uh, they're always messing around with fireplaces and where to put the TV. And so you've addressed yep. that. Well, you know what, and it was a common line I had where people would walk through the, when I was on the showroom floor, they'd come in and ask me, well, where can I put a TV above this? I said, you know what, the safest place for you to put your TV is the corner of the room and put the fireplace over here, because you really should not be putting a television or any artwork that you like above a, a heat appliance, uh, a standard gas fireplace. It's, it's The gas fireplace's job is to produce heat. Hot air is lazy. As soon as it gets out of the fireplace, it wants to rise, and it goes straight up, and hot air and electronics don't get along very well. So, um, But now with the Genesis line, I mean, you can not only put a TV above, four inches above the fireplace, you can do right above the viewing area, you can do a six-inch mantle straight out. Right off the top of the standoffs, you can do a four-inch recess. Um, if you want, as finishing material around the unit, you can bring combustible material right down around the viewing area of the unit. You can do wallpaper around it if you want. Oh, that's incredible. You know, when I watch these shows, too, uh, Craig, they always seem to get them installed within 15 minutes or so. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah, a lot of editing involved. Uh, well, the, the, you know, a lot of these new fireplaces, it's a day, uh, pretty much a, a day uh, installation for a crew of two to four people. Our units is one guy in the house, standard installation, rough in in about an hour. Um, and, you know, that's that's pretty much on par with most new home construction installations. You're looking about 45 minutes to an hour for an install. And, um that's the Genesis series is right in line with that. Oh, that's awesome! I, you know, we're going to take a quick break, Craig. But I want you to, uh, I want you to prepare for uh, telling us about the big green egg, and, okay. <laughs> and other things going 
uh, on outside of uh, the four walls of our home when it comes to uh, fireplaces, the big green egg. <laughs> Craig's going to tell you all about that. When we come back to Vancouver Consumer on CKNW, I'm Manny Bazunas, joined this hour by Craig McLean, the owner of the Fireplace Warehouse and Savannah Heating. It's a family-run business. Uh, they've been locally based for years and uh, well-known, and uh, I can see why, because they do such an awesome job, and you can check them out yourself at thefireplacewarehouse.ca, the Fireplace Warehouse. .ca 604-284-2550 is the telephone number. You are listening to Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. Craig McLean, the owner of The Fireplace Warehouse in Savannah Heating, thefireplacewarehouse.ca. Telephone number 604-284-2550. I teased everybody up with the big green egg mentioned just before we took a break. Craig, the big green egg, when I saw that on your website, what the heck is that? Well, that's, uh, you know what, it is a spectacular product. It's a very simple product. It's uh, it's a ceramic smoker grill. Uh, I've got one in my backyard. I've had one for over 10 years now, and I will never, ever go back to gas uh, gas barbecue again. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how skilled a barbecuer you are. If you're cooking with gas, natural gas or propane, it just naturally draws the moisture out of the meat that you're cooking with. Whereas a, a ceramic grill, like a big green egg, um, is you're cooking with charcoal. And the design of the product is designed to keep all the moisture in the actual egg itself. So it doesn't matter if you if you mess up and you cook a steak all the way through so there's no pink in the middle. When you take it off, it's still going to be juicy. Now, I don't recommend necessarily cooking that way unless that's how you prefer a steak. Uh, myself, I, I like it medium rare. But, um, you know, it's not just, it's just not uh, a, a barbecue as such. You can get, it's basically threefold. You can use it as your regular grill from day to day doing pork chops doing steaks you can use it as a convection oven i actually had a woman come in last summer who bought it just because she wanted to do breads on it and that's all she wanted to use it for it wasn't interested in using it as a barbecue it's just she wanted to use it as a brick oven which you can i mean it's, it's ceramic but you can use it in that in that vein um now it's most effective though uh, ultimately, as a smoker, and it's probably the best option for smoking anything. I, I I smoke turkeys on it. I smoke salmon twice a year. It is uh, remarkable because it holds its temperature so consistently. You can put it on in the morning. In fact, a couple on Canada Day, I put ribs on at eleven o'clock in the morning, smoked them and slow cooked them till six o'clock at night. When I took them off, they were just falling off the bone. They were the tastiest ribs you ever had in your life. And I set that temperature in the morning at 200 degrees and left it all day. And I had the confidence I never had to check it. When I took them off at 6 o'clock, it was still holding 200 degrees exactly. Well, that's the first uh, uh, barbecue I've heard of, a ceramic barbecue or any barbecue where you can uh, uh, set it and forget it. Well, yeah, and that's it. I mean, the stainless smokers, uh, they're all over the map. You've got to keep checking them. Uh, these ones, I mean, there's, and there's a lot of smoker grills on the market now, but the Big Green Egg really is the one that, uh, it's like the Harley Davidson of the, uh, of the smoker grill market. It really is, it's got the best name out there. If you look at any of the cooking shows uh, uh, that you see on TV, any of the barbecue shows, any of those shows that you see from the, the, the deep south where they're uh, cooking on the bar- back of trucks and so forth, 
they always got big green eggs out there. And yeah, the I, most recognized of all the brands. I, I watch. I watch them all. I actually have seen it. it, it they are truly uh, incredible. And if you're a backyard barbecuer, let's talk about backyards. For a minute, we are spending more time at home, obviously, these days, uh, Craig, and uh, the need to get outside uh, of the four walls, uh, meaning your home, uh, simply includes getting out in the backyard. What are you seeing in terms of wants, needs, and desires uh, with fireplaces outdoors? Oh, well, the, I mean, the outdoor, the backyard market is just, uh, you know, for, for the barbecues as well, we're going through uh, far more uh, eggs this summer than we normally do. Uh, everybody's getting prepared. I mean, there's there's a lot of uh, uh, people that are, are summer barbecuers. I mean, me, myself, uh, I'm, I'm one of those hardcore guys that's out there four days a week, doesn't matter the weather. My wife even bought me special slippers so I can barbecue in the snow. So, I mean, I've, I, I'm well prepared for, for a summer like this where everybody's out in their backyard, but uh, we got a lot of people coming in who uh, aren't, aren't so crazy or uh, hardcore with the barbecues who are looking to get into it and the fire tables i mean everybody's you know nobody's going to the patios and the bars and the restaurants uh, because they're being careful and conservative which is rightly so and people are starting to set up their backyards me myself included i bought two fire player tables myself this summer just to uh just to uh, uh decorate up the backyard and make it cozy because you know as, as much as we want to be in our backyards this summer unfortunately the weather has not been cooperating with us uh, a whole lot and even on the nice days like today when that sun goes down man it's getting chilly in the evenings and uh, the fire tables really do help uh, you know offset a little bit of that chill in the air yeah i've noticed that too we haven't had those really warm summer nights quite yet but maybe this coming week's supposed to be pretty spectacular by the way did you get a good deal on those two fire tables Oh yeah, well that's uh, you know that's uh, that's between me and Napoleon. <laughs> <laughs> Craig McLean, the owner of the Fireplace Warehouse in Savannah Heating, the Fireplace Warehouse. Dot ca six zero four two eight four twenty five fifty. The Fireplace Warehouse is a family business, been around for a couple of decades, uh, locally based, locally run. Uh, warehouse showroom uh, in. Richmond, if you want to travel out there, but it's uh, just as easy to start things off by going onto their website, thefireplacewarehouse.ca. Let's talk about cost for a second, uh, Craig. Uh, give us some variations in cost. I'm on a limited budget. What can you do for me? Well, you know, it, it, it depends on the specific application that you're doing, whether it's new home, whether it's renovation. But, I mean, it's uh, there's different, many different options we can offer people at different different uh, cost ranges. I mean, some people come in, they want to redo everything. They want to tear down the drywall. They want to reframe. They want to retile. They got some, you know, $10,000 worth of marble they want to throw on the wall, and that's great. Uh, But there's a lot of people that come through the door that simply want especially when it comes to upgrading an old B-Vent fireplace, uh, which is, and by B-Vent, I mean one of those old drafty fireplaces that has a screen on it or an opening door. It's uh, it's an old technology that's very specific to the Pacific Northwest. Most of the manufacturers were based up here. A lot of, and when I say a lot, millions of B-Vents were installed in the lower mainland. Unfortunately, they're a very inefficient fireplace. 15 to 20 percent efficient at or efficient at best and there's a lot of them around i mean most of the people we get through the showroom um 
you know, admittedly tell us that they turn on the fireplace and let it run all day, not to heat the place, but just to offset the heat loss, especially in apartments from the electric floorboards that just go straight up the flue of the fireplace. All the heat just escapes the apartment right up the, the, the flue. And, you know, in the cases like that, we've got, we designed, and this is a benefit of being a dealer who also has a manufacturer backing it up, we designed through Savannah Heating a, a unit that we call the ABR-19, which is a direct vent fireplace that replaces those old B-vent fireplaces uh, in your apartments or or single-family homes because we're actually doing just as many installations because the process is so, so easy. It's a basically a two- to three-hour uh, installation, removing the old unit, putting the new unit in, and dropping uh, a new venting system down uh, from the top down. So about two to three hours to replace an old B-vent fireplace that's costing you a fortune in hydro bills, having those electric floorboards running nonstop, and replacing it with a direct vent unit that is now designed to heat your apartment so you can turn off the electric floorboards and run the fireplace as your sole source of heat or primary source of heat and not to uh, drone on too long about it, but we have done a pilot project with Fortis, who's very interested in the ABR-19 because uh, of the opportunity to get rid of those old inefficient fireplaces. Um, and uh, we, we did a two-year study with them, and in every instance, they picked four buildings around town, measured the overall energy consumption, gas and hydro, of the apartments in these four different buildings for three months with the B-Vents. We went in, put in uh, ABR-19s. They did a full year after that uh, of monitoring with the ABR-19s, got all their information, processed it all, got it back to us. Like I said, it was a two-year process. And they came back in, and every every instance, every apartment, it showed 30, 30 to 40% energy savings. Not just gas, because then sometimes your gas consumption goes up, but then your hydro plummets. Yeah, the ABR-19, I, I noticed in some of the literature that I was looking at on this, uh, th- those results are pretty outstanding when you consider a 40% savings in energy. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not like you can go out and buy a TV or a fridge or any other appliance that's going to pay for itself in three to four years, but in this case it does. Not only does it improve the aesthetics, uh, get rid of the draft, but you're now uh, saving money by getting rid of that old, inefficient fireplace. And let's face it, a lot of these B-vents um, are 20 to 30 years old because that's kind of when the phenomenon hit B.C. in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, and the only reason they exist is because they were cheaper to put in. Our- you know, it wasn't a long-term, uh, long-term investment for the builder to put in B-vents. So now the homeowners are paying for it. And this is a product that we designed specifically for our own backyard, just for this market, because we had at least a dozen people a week coming through the showroom saying, hey, can you help me? And we had to say, no, there's nothing we can do. A B-vent's a B-vent. A direct vent fireplace won't work in that application. So we designed the ABR-19, which is a one-of-a-kind product, a direct vent that has specific venting that will only work in a B-vent application. No, well, that's awesome. I love the I love the savings up to 40% according to the results of a, a long-term study with the ABR-19 available through the Fireplace Warehouse. We've got the owner, Craig McLean, of the Fireplace Warehouse. You can reach Craig, thefireplacewarehouse.ca, thefireplacewarehouse.ca, 604 
2550. Uh, Craig, what about permits? Do I need a permit if I'm doing this kind of installation? Yeah, and that's one thing. Uh, we take care of all that, but it is something that you need to expect when you're, uh, anytime you're working on a gas line, a gas appliance, especially a gas fireplace, the permit falls into a, uh, a unique permit that we have to take out whenever we're, so if we're extending a gas line, running a gas line, or just exchanging one gas fireplace for another, a permit still has to be taken out, and the permit differs depending on uh, the municipality that you're in. Every city charges a different amount, depending whether it's BC safety or run by the city, but it is it is something that we have to do, but we take care of all that for you. If I'm putting into my home something that's more energy efficient, such as you offer from the Fireplace Warehouse, uh, uh, any uh, little coupon savings there for me? Oh, we always have sales on. We, we basically have rotating sales on throughout the year. Savannah does a lot of promotions. In fact, on the Genesis right now, Savannah is doing a homeowner rebate to the home, to, to the homeowner once the fireplace is installed significant rebates up to $750 where they'll once the fireplace is installed you fill out the form mail it in Savannah will mail you a check uh, uh, after the Genesis product is installed and uh, on receipt of the form and Fireplace Warehouse is matching those savings right now so uh, you can save up to $1,500 on some of the fireplaces that we've got in the showroom right now through to the end of August um, but you know that's just as soon as uh, as soon as we get into September, we get into insert insert season. September, October, November, December. Those are our big insert months, and we're in a huge insert community here, uh, switching those uh, masonry chimneys over to uh, to a gas burning fireplace. Uh, that's a big. There's a big market for that here, and we always have big promotions on in the fall for that. Well, we look forward to talking to you again, Craig McLean. Our Thanks uh, very much, uh, not only to you for coming on to today, uh, Craig, but certainly for uh, the service that you and your family have offered the Lower Mainland, a family-run business locally based in Richmond, The Fireplace Warehouse, thefireplacewarehouse.ca. Craig McLean, the owner, has been with us here at Vancouver Consumer. Again, thefireplacewarehouse.ca, or give uh, Craig a buzz at 604-284-2550. You are listening to Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas. Back in a moment. And you're back to Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas. Uh, joined again this week, as usual, by Andrew Ferreira, executive producer of Vancouver Consumer. Andrew, are you a uh, camper? When I was younger, actually, yes. Uh, when I was in like grade school and the first part of high school. And then high school and college happened and suddenly I didn't have any time or money. Uh, but now that I've got, you know, a whole three to four dollars of, of disposable income uh, at, at my beck and call, it's uh, it's quite insane. Uh, camping has finally become a thing for me. Uh, and I've decided, well, now that I finally got the time and I can afford a single beer to take with me and uh, enjoy, uh, let's try camping. Uh, however, there's been a bit of a problem, and you know this, the problems with uh, BC's camping reservation system aren't new or or, or surprising per se. Uh, you know the problems have been detailed at length, not just this year, but in years previous. There have been website crashes. It's been slow to load. Reservations haven't been uh, done properly. And this year, while it seems that at Golden Ears Park the campsites are all spoken for on paper, uh, when you actually go, they're not all full. And that's causing a lot of ruffled feathers, understandably so, because, you know, what are you going to do if you wanted to go camping, you know, say from a Tuesday to a Thursday uh, and it says it's full. And then when you, you know, your friend who managed to get a spot says, by the way, a bunch of the campsites are actually empty. 
uh, I'd be a little bit annoyed. Uh, and that's actually what uh, Global actually, we went over to Golden Ears Park on Thursday just to talk about this kind of thing. And just as they'd uh, on the website, on paper, all the campsites are full, but in person, they are certainly not. Um, one of the big theories making the rounds among the campers there is that people who only wanted, you know, to camp for, you know, Saturday, Sunday or Friday, Saturday, Sunday have booked the full week just to get that weekend. Therefore, leaving, a you know, if that's the case, a whole bunch of people uh, completely out of the loop and high and dry here. Uh, and that's really just taking advantage of the system. And it's it's, it's gross, really. Well, let's look at it on the positive side. Uh, if you have booked a spot and don't go, uh, those who do go uh, aren't so exposed to COVID. They've got a little bit more room. The bathrooms are less used. I mean, there are some pluses to selling out, but not everybody goes. I mean, if I buy a ticket to a Vancouver Canuck game and I don't go... Uh, really, the people who do go have got it a little bit better. There's no screaming person sitting right in front of me, for example. <laughs> the concession stands are less crowded. I mean, there are some pluses to it. That That's true, but it's also a matter of... Th- there's been thoughts that as well that perhaps this is just people who are you know, essentially flooding the website with bots to buy up tickets and then reselling the seats. That's another possibility, right? Um and even then, if if you're buying out an entire week just for the weekend, you know you're 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 taking time away from other people who would be using that time in that space, right? And at the end of the day, there's only so many spots and there's only so much time for camping, especially now during this pandemic uh, in this province. So if it is the case, and we don't know, if it is the case that it's people buying out a week just for the weekend, it's a little bit unfair to those of us who maybe don't have the time to be, you know, up right when the website opens to log our reservation. Not everyone uh, has the luxury of being able to do that. So if that is the case, it's a bit unfair. But let's hope it's just some kind of glitch. Yeah, I I agree with you there that uh, if you're booking five days in advance just to get the weekend uh, and you purposely leave the other, you know, five days empty, I I don't think that's fair. But, uh, you know, now you can park your tent in a Vancouver park anytime from uh, sundown yeah, to sunup. So if, you, if you're really stuck, uh, just go to a Vancouver park and pitch a tent. I guess that's one of the unforeseen circumstances of the uh, new law that Vancouver uh, passed just this week, that you can actually pop a tent up at a Vancouver park. Andrew Ferreira, our executive producer here at Vancouver Consumer. I'm Manny Bazunas. You are listening to Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. Back in a moment. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.